It's showtime. What's up, good people? And welcome to the Frank Harris Show, the number one show in the world. Guess who we have back on the show today? My boy, Dominican E. Yo, E, what's up? What's up, Frank? What's, what's up, up, E? No, my oh, E, I see. I see you got your Colorado Buffalo um, hoodie on. You got your neck hurt like you trying to channel Shador Sanders' pain. All the hits Shador took this season. Nah, 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 nah. This... Is, that, is that why you got your neck brace on? Because you a beat-up Colorado fan like, like your beat-up team is. Nah. All y'all Deion Sanders fans and super fans, ha, ha, ha. I told you so. Four and seven. Y'all won those first three games, and guess what? Man, guess what? Oh, it was Dion time. You were on 60 Minutes. You was talking shit. Little Wayne was leading you out. Everybody in the world was on the sidelines. Colorado. And Dion Sanders was talking a lot of shit. And all along, when I told you what the reality was going to be, and all the fans, everybody called me a hater. You a hater. You, a, you don't like Colorado. And here we are, four and seven, not bowl eligible, probably going to finish the year four and eight. What you got to say for those Buffaloes? What do you got to say for your boy prime time? Your boy prime time. I'm listening. Yeah, so let me let me start by saying Colorado, uh, Buffaloes has had a tremendous year, you know, coming from a one and 11 season. Yo, what you smoking, dogs? Tremendous yes, year? Of course. Coming from a one and 11, coming from a one and 11, to winning four games, the season is not over yet. They they, they go uh, play Utah. That's a winnable game. So that's not winnable. Play. It's a top twenty-five program. They'll How's that winnable? They'll finish up. They'll finish up. If the door's playing, see, he's not playing. They'll probably end up losing that game. But okay, so they won four games. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I can I stop you for a second? Let's not say Shador playing matters. They're gonna lose that game regardless. Shador played all these other games that they lost, and Utah is better than most of the teams they've lose they've lost to. Utah is a top 25 program. So Shador not, they're losing that game. But anyway, let me let you finish. So, again, they were 1-11 last year. Dion came in, changed the whole roster. I think it was 83 new players came in, right, to change the whole roster. And for him to have a 4-7, a and seven, let's say they do that 4-8. <laughs> let's, let's do that 4-8. That's still in the eyes of... The, the uh, football, you know, analysts and football experts, that's still a winnable. That's still a winnable season. It's still an accomplishment from a 1-11. I mean, the record doesn't Eric, show it. Obviously, the record doesn't show Eric, it, but they still Eric. had success. Eric, let me say this. So, first of all, let me address a couple of things you just said, right? The people watching this show are not dummies, okay? You started off by saying they had a tremendous season this year, okay? So, so, E, now, yeah. let, me, let me address a couple of things you said, okay? One is, if you would have said going from 1-11 to 4-8 is improvement, I hear you. But for you to say they've had a tremendous season is blasphemous. All the fans and the people that watch this show are not dummies, okay? That's one. To say they had a tremendous season is the craziest thing, one of the craziest things I've ever heard before. That's one. But now... The second thing is this. This is very important to note. Hold on. Go ahead. I'm listening. From one wins to four wins, 
for the average coach is different, okay? But for a guy that came into this season with all the bluster that Deion Sanders brought with him, right, all of the hype, his big mouth, okay, walking in saying, I'm bringing my Louis luggage with me, which meant that he was bringing high-end players ready to come and win immediately. All you other players, you need to jump in the transfer portal because I'm bringing my Louis luggage, okay? That implies now. Then, to further reinforce that implication, early on in the season, he said, I win in everything I do. I'm going to win now, early on. Then when he started winning, every time before he, after the game and even before games, when he went into the press conferences, what he said was, do you believe now? I told you I was going to win now. Do you believe now? So everything he said leading up to him losing was about winning now, bringing my Louis luggage. Do you believe now? I told you this was going to happen. Okay? So y'all can't give me this nonsense about, oh, it takes a couple of years to build. Because that wasn't what he was talking. He was talking, I'm winning now with my Louis luggage. So four wins and eight losses for Dion and all of the trash that he was talking Mr. 60 Minutes, Mr. I'm looking myself in the mirror. When I look in the mirror, I see the best coach in college football. Four and eight is unacceptable. It's no way you can say, E, that this has been a good, a tremendous season for Deion Sanders and all of the bluster and the nonsense that he was talking about. Okay, now, can I, can I speak now? Sure. I'm going to tell you why it's been a tremendous sure. season. Right? Tremendous? I, tremendous? I, I, hold on, hold on. Obviously, the record doesn't reflect that, but I'm going to tell you why. Ticket sales, up. Fan base, up. Merch, uh, merch, up. Everything Dion has touched has gone up. Everything from- Except for the team. Except for the team. Hold on a second. So so hold on. Those are are wins, right? Because college football is a business. So those are wins. Those are wins. Obviously, again, the record doesn't reflect, you know. Obviously, they 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 hit they, they did a, they hit, a, hit a down slope, right? A down eight, slope? Yeah. They, they, they start off three and zero, Eric. Four and one. Okay, they'll finish up four and eight. Okay. One and seven. At, okay, at the last on. eight games. Hold on a second, right? Go ahead. So now, right? He said it himself. He's eight to nine players away. From being dominant, he has to, he has to upgrade the offensive line. He has to upgrade the defensive line. Those are two. Vital- every every four and eight team in the country is eight and nine players with for being dominant. What does that mean? Oh no, he he said himself. Listen, he what do you mean? He has a quarterback. He has obviously he has Travis Hunter. He has uh the, the kid Weaver. He has guys on on on, on the skill sets. That are tremendous players. He just needs to upgrade the defensive line and the, and the offensive line. If he does that, watch out. Watch Eric, out. if every team in college football, if every team in college football upgrades their offensive line and their defensive line, they're going to be significantly better. That's nothing new. But let's be clear: the way he even handled the issue, and you know this is wrong, Eric. Okay, when his son was getting, he felt. By the way, Shador holds the ball too long. That's a whole other story. But. Because the same offensive and defensive lines were good when you were winning all these games. Let's be clear. And Shador was throwing for 500 yards. But anyway, I digress. Let me get back to my point. When all of a sudden, okay, Shador starts to get sacked, 
all of a sudden, Deion Sanders now throws the offensive line under the bus and says, oh, well, if you give me some linemen, I'll paint the perfect picture. You don't do that as a coach. Coach your players up then. If you're supposed to be the best coach when you look in the mirror, coach your players up. There's not, not very many elite, high-level coaches that throw their players under the bus like he did. He threw his linemen under the bus. Said his linemen were no good and said, if you get me some new linemen, I'll win. You don't say that, Eric. That's inappropriate as he's continually been inappropriate. And you know that was wrong, okay? That's one. But number two, let me, let, let's go back to this, okay? If Dion would have come into this with more humility and he would have said, you know what, guys? It's early. We got some good pieces. We're going to keep building the program. We're going to recruit hard. We're going to play hard. We're going to put a good product on the field, right? And we're going to win as many games as we can. That would be a different dynamic. Then you can tell me about adding new players. But when you come in with the amount of bravado and swag that he came in with, and he didn't say anything at that point about lacking things on the offensive, offensive and defensive line. He was talking so much S-H-I-T, Eric. It was crazy. Okay? So you have to understand. And because he was talking that trash and they won early, he got all the adulation, which he deserved, right? He was on 60 Minutes. He was on every news network you can imagine. Every Colorado game they wanted to put on TV. It was must-see TV. And he got all the adulation. And everybody bragged about it on every show. From Stephen A. Smith on ESPN, every show they bragged about how great Dion was. How he was the absolute best. Okay? Ultimately, right, you then have to also deal with the ramification when it fails. Okay? And don't hide now. You, you, Dion, and all you Colorado fans, don't hide now behind the fact that it takes years and years to build or we didn't have this or we didn't have that. Because y'all, you, even you, y'all wasn't talking none of that smack when you were winning early in the year. You wasn't complaining about your offensive line and defensive line early in the year, Eric. Or you was talking about this, ooh, Dion is the greatest. He's better than Nick Saban. Come on, bro. Let's talk real talk. We had this conversation. Oh, Dion's better than Saban. He's a new age coach. And by the way, so, so deal with the ramification of being four and seven right now and getting destroyed. 50, was it 59 to 14 yesterday to Washington State? Come on, man. Come on, man. You ain't keeping it, you ain't keeping it real, Dominican E. Frank, we we all we all came in as Colorado, as a Dion fan, we all came in here with high expectations. Okay, I like to hear that. Admit that. We all came with high expectations. But okay. we also knew, right? No, you didn't know. Yes, we did. We we, we you know. We Dion knew. never said that. We never heard that. Okay. So you start losing. That's that's something so that's you start kept, losing. That's something that's kept in the locker room, Frank. He was he was he was bigging up his players. He was he was bigging up his players the first couple games, you know. And he was bigging up himself. That's the problem. He was bigging up himself too much because he can't coach. He can't. But what he is is a motivator. He's standing on the sidelines, walking up and down the sidelines. He can't coach. He's a motivator. And by the way, and by the way, all of you guys who thought then ultimately, oh, Deion Sanders now is going to get the the best recruiting classes, and he's going to get all these offensive and defensive linemen. By the way. Colorado's, because of their precipitous fall, their recruiting class right now is number 63 in the country. Top 10, top 5, they're not getting those players. You talk, so, so all those linemen that are supposed to be coming, right? Guess what? Those, line, you know, those linemen are not walking through the door. Orlando Pace ain't walking through the door, bro. He ain't. 
Trent Williams ain't walking through the door. It's okay. It's okay. You don't got to. And by the way, and the one five star recruit y'all did have, right? Just decommitted in the 2025 class. Talk to me, bro. So, so you tell me it's coming. It ain't coming. You might be four and eight next year too with your recruiting class. It's still, it's still, it's still early. It's still early in the recruiting in the recruiting process, right? Right. They okay. Early signing period. You know, they changed the rules, so now they have two signing periods. Early signing period. And then okay. They have them so we. How have- how was your early signing period? Just so I know, how was your early signing period? We signed some players. They signed some players. Some decent players. So sixty three. So sixty three is a good recruiting class right now. Where the number is for Colorado. How many five stars you got in this class? None. As you as you know, Frank. If you get if you land two or three five star recruits, your ranking is going to go up. All it takes is two or three five star recruits, and your ranking is going to go up. So, That's for every team, but you ain't got them. Alabama got all the recruits. My team. We don't got them right now. We don't got them right now, but. They're coming. They're coming. But but, but if Dion was so great, why he can't get the players he's supposed to be able to get? He's supposed to be the he told listen, when he was winning, remember he said, Man, when he was winning, he said, We so over inundated with calls and recruits that want to come here. He said, It's crazy. He said, I'm over. He said, everybody, he said, listen, he said, everybody wanna come. And then signing day came, and guess what? That's what happened. Nothing. We still, Talk. Have to, we, still, we still have to April to get the players we need to get in. Here we go again. We we got to get the players in, the offensive, defensive line, and then we'll go from there. Dion has done Bro, a tremendous job. He's done a tremendous job. Nah. No, 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 he's at. No, not as a coach. His on-the-field product is trash for him. His on-the-field product is trash. Frank, what now, did, did, he make, did he make Colorado money? His, and by the way, and by the way, the irony of it all is this: Did he make Colorado money? Yes, we agree on that, right? It's, did he? Did he? Did he change the culture of fans coming to some games, right? TV coming to to, to come watch games, um, to broadcast the games more so. The excitement, the enthusiasm around the program, absolutely. But the on-field product, as a coach, trash, trash. And by the way, and by the way, let me say this: I don't understand. And I understand the bluster and the nonsense. If I'm Texas a and I don't want him. Don't want I don't him want him. Why would what? Him anyway? Okay. Well, 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 I'm just saying. But, but, but listen, you know, that's part of the rumors. The rumors are that he's one of the people in the running for that job. If I'm a high, I told you this before, Eric. Deion Sanders, good guy. Deion Sanders needs to learn how to win, right, and compete and recruit and handle himself at the highest level. This ain't Jackson State, bro, unfortunately. I've always told you that Dion was going to struggle at the higher level early on. Because there's a lot of issues with Dion on the court, on the field, how he handles himself. He needs to mature significantly, right, as a coach. As a coach. As a, 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 listen, as a man, he's a father. Seems like he's a good dude. He's a God-fearing man. Would never say he's an immature man. I would never judge him as a man. As a coach, as a, as a guy that's the CEO of an organization, a program, right? He's, he's, he needs a lot of growth and development, significant. And this year is a great – see, at Jackson State, he had way better players. He had a son. He was getting – so you're going to win at that level, okay? And, and those great players are going to mask the other issues with coaching, okay? But now all of a sudden when you get into the big leagues, you're losing, this, you're losing to the Washington States of the world and those programs, bruh? No, 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 no. And the way he's handling himself. Throwing the team under the bus, 
the, the bragging, the braggadocio, all the stuff that he's doing, that Eric, is inappropriate. I understand that. The chain on the sidelines. At some point, you got to mature. Dion ain't playing. That's who he is. But Eric, let me say this, Eric. The Dion player that could then go on the court. Listen, the Dion, the Dion that talked trash when he was a player could then go on the field the next weekend and close down your receiver, right? Have the game-winning um, uh, kickoff return or punt return, okay? Catch an interception, a pick six to win the game. He can go on the court then and back on the field, excuse me, and back it up. He can't do that no more. So shut up and be a coach, which, oh, which he can't do. And so when he said he looks in the mirror and he sees the best coach in college football, is that a joke? Frank, is that a joke? Frank. I'm listening. We get, we get it confused. He's a very confident man in himself. And people. Every, that, every division one coaches. That, that, that rubs people the wrong way, Frank. Right? It comes off as braggadocious, as you said. It rubs people the wrong way, especially in, in, in the coaching profession, which is a, a, a profession of. But now they're letting a lot of African Americans coach college football, but the not really, coaches, not really, not the majority really. Of the coaches are really button up, you know, button up guys, you know, speak the speak politically correct, all these different things. Dion came in, knocked the door down. He who this is who he is. I'm not changing for nobody, and this is who he is. And now people are afraid of that and say, "Oh no, he's braggadocious. He doesn't. He's this. He's arrogant. Like this is who he is. This is who he's been his entire life." So you, be, by the way, so you better win. Because on the field, when he played, when he was like that, he won. So if that's who you want to be, you, then you better back it up. What you can't do is be that and be four and eight. You know that, Eric. You can't, okay, but, but, but don't give me first year now because y'all was talking a lot of shit, excuse my French, when, when he was winning. Y'all wasn't saying for, y'all was saying, oh, look how great he is. He's the best. Now, now all of a sudden, don't retreat to, Oh, it's early. That what that listen, you didn't come out you didn't come out the, we, the we starting all, gates like that. We we all we all are, you you a football guy, I'm, I'm a football guy. We, That's right. We all, coming in, coming into the season. I mean, no nobody we had high expectations. High expectations was winning six games. That's high that, that was that, that's what I what I said. If you win six games, that's an incredible season. That's what I said. Nobody said he was going to go and be in hey. in, in, in before the season, before the season, how many wins did I say? You said two or three. No, I said three. Now you're saying two. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, I said three. Don't do that for the camera. I said, I said, you I said, said six. You said, I said six. six. I said five. I said or six. three. Yes, Look, now, now you're going five. See, so you pushing me down and you put, so you, you know, you said six and I said three and you have four. I told you. You thought I was crazy when I said that. And we went through the schedule. You said, oh, we're going to win this. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Get up out of here, man. I told you what's going to happen. All that, and by the way, Eric, if again, and, and every co- Nick Saban is confident. Every coach is confident. But it's a way you conduct yourself as a head coach in college football. It's the way you conduct yourself. But anyway, let's switch gears now. E, you know, the Dion topic is hot. We got a lot of um, fan feedback, people talking about, our last time we spoke about Colorado. And for the record, Colorado, terrible year, Deion Sanders. E, let's switch gears now from the, from the young fellas, the college football players, the young, the young future stars to the NFL, right? Let's kind of have somewhat of a mid-year NFL talk. Let's talk about, you know, highlights, lowlights, 
teams that we feel, you know, are playing well, teams not as playing well as we expected, players um, play, playing better, not playing as well as we expected, et cetera. All right. Give me, give me some, some, some highlights for you so far this NFL season. So my, one, one of the highlights for me is um, seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, six and three, six and three in the AFC North, which is, I think, one of the, the most, one of the toughest uh, conference in the NFL. You got Cleveland. No, it's not, by the way. Let's, let's not say that. I said one of the toughest. I said one of the toughest. Hold on. On paper. On paper. Right? Because Buffalo, okay. Buffalo, I mean, excuse me, because the Bengals are done now because the quarterback is, is, is Burrow's hurt for the season. And, and the Browns are done now because the quarterback is hurt for the season, even they have great defense. So the Ravens and the Steelers are good teams in that division. But, 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 but it's on paper it was supposed to be, but it, it, it didn't pan out that way. And by the way, let me just say one thing. Let me just say one thing about the Steelers, Eric. Six and three, winning every game by the skin of their teeth. I love Tomlin. I love Tomlin. They have no offense. None. Pickett is horrible. Let's, let's keep it real. They win a game 16, 15, 13, 11. I mean, you know, those kind of scores. The steal away, playing defense and running. Yeah, but, but, you got, but you got to play some offense. When you won, okay. Big Ben was giving – Pickett's giving you nothing on offense. Nothing. Okay, but they got, they, got, they got a stellar defense, and they got, you know, um, some good running backs. And, and a great coach. And a great coach. And, and, and Pickett is, is doing enough to manage a game where he doesn't, you know, put, put the team – in harm's way, and they're winning. They're six and three. Yeah, so, I and mean, listen, Eric. By the way, they winning barely, right? Like that's not a team that I that I look to confidently and feel like they're going to be able to make noise in the playoffs. I just don't, right? Okay. Or, or not even make no, even 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 get out the first round of the playoffs if they get there, right? Okay. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you one thing, Eric. Okay, let me let you finish. Okay, so you talked about the Steelers, so let me jump in now and let me talk about my Ravens. So you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. Right, so so, so no, don't talk about my team, because you like Josh Allen. Don't whatever you do, don't talk about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, because you always talk about how Josh Allen is a better quarterback than him. Buffalo's a better team. Josh Allen knows how to spin that thing. Pause. That's all you spoke about is Josh Allen. I told you before. So and by the way, let me let me. My team is the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah, that's your team, the Cowboys. Don't That's jump my team. Now to the Baltimore Ravens. No, hold on. The Ravens are always my second best team. You know my favorite player in the NFL is Lamar Jackson. You know that. You know my favorite player in the NFL is Lamar Jackson. And you've been telling me forever how this bum for the Buffalo Bills, who the Apple turnover, the Apple turnover, Josh Allen was a better player, right? Okay. You look at the you look at the Bills right now. They are reeling, and it's the quarterback's fault. You got the wide receiver wanting to leave Diggs. The quarterback is turning the ball over at, you know, warp speed, and the team is underachieving. Now talk about my Ravens. Come on, tell me about – and by the way, you always hate Lamar Jackson. You said he can't be a quarterback in the NFL. You said you can't win with him the way he plays. You said you can't win with him. Now tell me about the Ravens. I'm listening. I'm a hardball fan, so you can't tell me I'm a hardball fan. I'm a hardball oh, oh, fan. You mean the Michigan Harbor? you mean, right? No. Sign stealing. Sign stealing. No, that's your guy, right? That's my guy. So, great defense. Great. So you don't like the black quarterback, though. You like the white coach, just for clarity. Great defense. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. He's gonna do what he's gonna do, right? Stay what does that mean? 
MVP was the MVP in the NFL, right? He was that. Don't say he's gonna do what he's gonna do. Is he a great quarterback? I don't say he's a great quarterback. He's a he's an elite quarterback. I won't say he's a great quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. He's elite, but he's not great. No, he's not a great quarterback. Okay. Not a are there five guys? That, are there five guys better than him in the NFL? Five guys better than him in the NFL? Yes. Five quarterbacks better. You yes. all right? Who? Yes, Who? Who? Now let's go off script. Now I know you did your research, so you got all your notes in front of you. So I don't have notes. I do this all, all day. Five, five, Give me five, five, five better than Lamar Jackson. Mahomes and who else? Mahomes. Who else? Mahomes. Hold on, hold on. Mahomes. Hurts better than him. Who? No, no, he's Hurts. not. No, J- Jalen Hurts is not better than Lamar Jackson. No, he's not. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Currently, right now, yes, he's better than him. No, he's not. His team is better. He's not a better quarterback. His weapons are better. He's not a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. No, Hurts is not. No, he's not. Okay. Name some more. All right. Don't say Justin Herbert. Don't say that. Yeah, I was Why? What's I know you're about to say that. That's blasphemous. I know, you, I know you're a white quarterback fan, right? Your favorite quarterback is Josh Allen, and your second favorite quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. I know you love white quarterbacks. Oh, I know man. that. You know, you, know, I got, you know I got to go with Trevor Lawrence. How? Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is not How? Better. I'm joking. Trevor Lawrence is not better than, than Okay, Trevor I know you like white quarterbacks, but tell me. I don't want to be racist here, but you like white quarterbacks. You tell me who better. So you said, who, besides Mahomes, right, who's better than this man? You want to say Hurts. Okay, give me three more. Um, obviously, you know I'm going to go with Josh Allen. You can't go there because you, you, you acknowledge right now, at, at this moment, Eric, you cannot say Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Lamar on, on Jackson. You can't say that, Eric. We can't have this argument if you're not going to say he's not better now. You might like him. You might you can have a personal preference, but we got to go by the facts. We got to look at the numbers. Okay, who else? Who else? Who else? Um. Oh, you know I like you know I like the quarterback at, at, in Detroit. You know I like him. What's his uh, name? Golf. Golf. His name's not Golf. Like Jared Golf. He's not better. You can't say. Bro, stop. Stop. You can't say he's better. Lamar Jackson is an MVP in this league. Stop. Okay. Yo, put some respect on my guy's name, bro. My man, my man took the Rams to the Super Bowl. They lost. And they got rid of him. And they shipped him out. And by the way, they should have shipped him out, but they shipped him out. Me and you argue that was a stupid move. You know that. Eric, listen. Listen. I agree with you, but they shipped him out and they won a Super Bowl without him. Right? They shipped him out. So so you can't put him... Bro, so we're very clear. There are not five quarterbacks in the NFL better than Lamar Jackson. Right? You know that. Like right now, you when you say when you say Jared Goff is better than Lamar Jackson, you grow up in that straws. You know that. You know that. But anyway, go ahead. Let me let you finish now. You grow up in that straws. No, My Baltimore Ravens. Yes, Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens are great. Team. Yes, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from the Baltimore Ravens. Probably, pro- probably, probably right now. If you look at the Super Bowl right now, if you look at the Super Bowl picture, right? There's no team, you know. Listen, I don't want to over-exaggerate, right? But the Ravens has have as good a chance as anybody right now if you look at it today at the halfway mark. We, we'll see what happens as the year progresses. But the Ravens are in as good a position as anybody in the NFL right now from a Super Bowl perspective. Fair enough? Fair enough, but they still got to go through Kansas City. They're the defending champs. Right. And by the way, shout out to Kansas City. Let me tell you why, okay? Shout out to Kansas City. Kansas City, I think as long as 
15 is back there and Mahomes is back there, you're going to have a chance to win. Mahomes is the greatest. I think, you know, he's going to have to win more um, championships, but he's the, the best quarterback if you look at it from skills and all, ever, in my opinion, right? Mahomes is great. Kelsey's probably the best tight end ever, right? And Taylor wait, Swift on skyrocketed. You said you said that what Mahomes is is what the greatest. Well, great Brady's the greatest, but if you talk about talent, ability, you know, winning, etc., he's the to me the greatest ever. But Brady's the best quarterback ever for sure, right? But Brady doesn't have close to Mahomes' talent. But but, but but Brady, listen, you don't always argue Brady's a goat. You don't argue that. You told me Jerry Rice is better than Brady before. So hold, on, let's be clear. Who did I say? Jerry Rice is better than Brady. You said that. Brady's the GOAT. But anyway, let's not talk. We're talking about this, this NFL. Right, so go, you got Mahomes. Go. You got Travis Kelsey, possibly the best tight end ever, or one of top three to four ever, right? Taylor Swift on skyrocketed his stock all the way through the moon, right? He got all kind of commercials now. Shout out to Travis Kelsey. Good luck for him and Taylor Swift, right? Andy Reid. Andy Reid, amazing coach, right? Okay. The offensive line is protecting them better. Shout out Donovan Smith, offensive lineman. Um, brought him over, protected, protected Brady. Not, hold on, now he's protecting um, Mahomes, okay? And they are winning, Eric, a lot. Wait, 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 Hold on, hold on. You mentioned, you, you mentioned Kelsey, you mentioned Mahomes, you mentioned the offensive line, you mentioned the defense. You're not going to mention my Dominican, my Dominican boy, Pachenko? Come on, man. Yeah, a little running back from Rutgers. He's okay. All right, come on. Put, put some I, 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 listen, name. Well, you don't even know the man's name. You see, you, you said my Dominican Isaiah. brother. What's his I name? Dominican. Isaiah Pachenko. Come on, Frank. It's Pachenko. Say his name right. Pachenko, Pachenko. You, you got an N in the name. How you a shot the man out as a fellow Dominican and you don't even know his name? Pachenko, whatever, Pachenko, Isaiah Pachenko. That's whatever. like me calling you Eric Marinez. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. You got to know the man's name if you don't shout him out. But okay, so listen. Very good. And this is what's amazing, right? Is they are winning. Spagnola's doing a hell of a job, right? The defensive coordinator. They are winning a lot because of, uh, uh, you know, a high top five defense. Top five. We don't talk enough about that top five defense. What, right? Uh, we don't talk enough about that top five defense. We don't. So shout out to Casey. And by the way, as you said, all roads run through KC to come out the AFC. Okay? okay. Now, we got my Dallas Cowboys looking good. Let's talk. My Cowboys looking good. Let me tell you, you looking good because we're not peaking too early. Right? We had our bumps and bruises early in the year. Good. We got our butts kicked by San Francisco. Good. The Eagles barely beat us in Philadelphia. You know, we got, we got a couple of losses, but we beaten the teams that we're supposed to be for the most part, right, outside of the Arizona game. Um, Dak is playing better. Okay. Um, we got a top five defense. Okay. So, and we're peaking at the right time and we sure we could beat Philadelphia. That was a head to head game, very close game in Philadelphia. So the real challenge is this. I think the demise of the San Francisco 49ers has been given too early. I think when they ran into this streak where they lost three or four games in a row and Purdy wasn't playing well, everybody felt like San Francisco was done or they were overrated early on, okay? But people didn't remember how a lot of their players were hurt, right? 
So McCaffrey was doing his thing. Yes, he was, right? But Debo Samuels, Debo was hurt, right? Trent Williams was hurt. And so some of their elite players were not on the field, okay? Debo was probably as important a weapon to a young quarterback like Purdy as any player is in the NFL, right? I mean, this guy is a, is a super weapon. So I think the demise of the 49ers was spoken a bit too early. I still think the 49ers, formidable. And by the way, E, let me say this, okay? As, I, as we're talking about great teams, a theme is emerging, which has changed. And let me tell you the theme. Defense, right? You just talked about San Francisco, elite defense, okay? Yes. We just talked about KC winning. Their defense has picked up significantly, elite defense. We just talked about the Ravens, elite defense, okay? We talked about the Philadelphia Eagles. You talked about Jalen Hurts, elite defense. We talked about the Cowboys, elite defense. It's ironic, Eric, that in a pass-happy offensive NFL, right, today, we're talking about defenses winning. That hasn't been the case for a while, right? Because Brady was such a big dominating figure in the sport. And it was all about offense, 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 offense. Brady versus Mahomes. You know, it was off. It's amazing to see, right, that defenses have been kind of revitalized almost. And we're talking about elite defense. I mean, look at the Browns. The Browns offensively have been terrible this year, right? Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett may be the best defensive player in football. You can argue, right? I think right now, I think right now he's favored to win the defensive player of the year. So sure. The, and that Browns team, right, should have been horrible this year. Yeah. Right? Deshaun Watson not playing well, been in and out the lineup hurt, and they're maintaining because they play great defense. Yes. Elite well, defense. Let me, let me say something about the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, this, I'm listening. This, this stretch, this, these next five games, this is going to tell how good they are. They play a, yeah, okay. a lot of tough teams. A lot of tough teams. So these next mm-hmm. five games will tell you know, how good the Baltimore Ravens are. I think they got Kansas City on the schedule. I think they play the Steelers again. I think they got Buffalo. This is going to tell. Uh-huh. So they, this right here, these next five games, I looked at the schedule. It's going to tell, you know, you know, so we'll see. We'll see, you know. Um, hey, hey, I got a question. Which team is your biggest disappointment so far this year? A team that you thought had some potential to be good, and you look up and they and they just. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Hmm, now I'm, I was gonna say that. No, I was. I was gonna say disappointment. I was gonna say. The Rams. The Rams are disappointing. Disappoint. Oh, they, they were bad last year. No one thought the Rams would be good this year. No, but listen to what I'm saying. Last year. Huh? Listen to what I'm saying. Hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Right? I'm listening. They, the, year, the year prior to last year, they won the Super Bowl. Right? So yeah. They, they had the Super Bowl hangover. So that, you know, it, it trickled into last year. So they had a terrible season. I think with that, with, with, the, with the coach... And the players they got, I thought they was going to be better. I thought they was. Going they, to be better. They, they lost. They lost their best. Some of their best players, and you know, Beckham was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they, 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 they still, they still, they still had the little, the little white boy receiver that was that's pretty good. Cup, right? they, Cooper Cup, he was Cooper hurt. Cup. Yeah, but I'm saying they, he they was hurt. Back. So they had, you know, they got obviously Aaron Donald, right? You know, so I mean, I thought they. That's were, it, though, Eric. Eric, they, they got a horrible quarterback. Right, who's overrated, who's no good, Stafford, who's always hurt. 
Aaron, and Aaron Donald is still good, but not super elite anymore, right? Who, who on offense? Their best receiver is it, w- 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 was a rookie. Cooper Cup was hurt. So just to be clear, just to be clear, that's not a disappointing team, bro. Disappointing teams are teams like the Buffalo Bills, right? The Buffalo Bills were a oh, team that people picked. Hit on my man, hit on man, John. Hold on, no, no. The, the, let me say this. They were a favorite pick in a lot of circles to win the Super Bowl this year. No one thought the Rams were going to be. The Bills were a Super Bowl. They're still in contention, they're still in contention Frank. What are you talking about? They, hold they, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, they'll make where, the wild card. That's, that's one, right? They've been a disappointment so far, right? The Chargers have been a disappointment. These are a disappointing teams. The Chargers have been a disappointment so far. Everybody thought it was Herbert. This is the year. All the guys coming back. They, they, they were going to put it together this year. Now, the Jets... Are disappointed, but but but, but Rogers got hurt, right? And Rogers got hurt, and we knew Zach Wilson wasn't great, so we can't call him a disappointment. Elite defense as well, but Zach Wilson is terrible, right? Um, so disappointment because with Aaron Rodgers, people thought they had Super Bowl aspirations. They obviously lost that. The New York Giants, nobody thought they'd be great, but they're horrible. Maybe the worst team in in, in the NFL, right? I mean, these are examples of teams that were at least supposed to be decent teams that have been terrible. Right, E? I've got a new question for you. Playoff teams, but they are horrible. I I, I was going to say the Giants, but, you know, I I went with the Rams because I feel like the Rams, you know, coming from a bounce back year from last year, you know, Super Bowl hangover. But but they lost their players. They They lost their guy, right? But the the guy's a great coach. The guy's a great coach. Is he? Yeah. Good coach. Okay. McVay is decent. All right. Now, E? E, I got a question, Eric. Biggest surprise this year. It's one team. If you don't get this one right, E, I got to hang up on you, man. We got we got to stop. We got to stop the conversation. Come on, that's easy. The Detroit Lions. Nah, bro. Come on, nope. come on, Frank. But, but, the Detroit Lions right now are seven and two. Seven and two. The Detroit Lions are. Okay. Seven and two. So let me say this. Dave so D- let me say this. Dave, Dave okay, Campbell. That's his name. The, the coach, Dave Campbell. Great. Hey, there Dave you go again with your names. His name is Dan Campbell. Dan How about Campbell, you tell you a football Dave, guy? You got Dave, Dominican, your Dominican Dave, brother's name wrong. You got the coach Dave, name wrong. You got everybody's name wrong. Dave Campbell, same shit. Excuse my language. Dan, Dave, same shit. Wasn't Dan Campbell, right? Great coach. That was a great hire by the Detroit Lions. Right? They got my, they got the defense. Hutchison, great, great draft pick. Quarterback, mm-hmm. who I always liked. The Rams never should have got rid of him. They got the You receiver. got his name wrong too, by the way, but okay. The, the, the Rams never should have never should have got rid of him. They got the little wide receiver that went to USC. Uh, What's his the name? Um, the little wide receiver that went to USC. I, 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 don't, I don't know what that description is. There's a lot of little wide receivers that went to UFC, uh, USC. But anyway, Eric, Eric, Eric. So let me say this. Whatever their name is. The St. Clairs or whatever their name is. Here we go again. <laughs> what's, what's the name, Frank? I'm in Rob Brown. There you go. Rob Brown. Saint, what, what's his name again? There you go. Went to went to went to went to uh, modern day for high school wide yes. receiver elite elite player went to USC. I thought yes. you were a football guy. I know everything about football. I, I'm a basketball guy. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. Listen, I don't I'm get listening. the names correct, but I know who they are. You sound like Grandpa Smooth right now. Listen, <laughs> you sound like Grandpa. We have, we have Grandpa Smooth on the show. What's the names? But but E, but I will say this. That's that's a good one. But let me say why that's not the number one. Team, uh, um, surprise because everybody expected them to be good this year. Everybody said that they would make the, the, the jump, right? They beat they beat Aaron Rodgers last year. 
last game to kick him out of the playoffs when he was with the go um, with the Green Bay Packers. Excuse me. Everybody felt like the Lions were a team that would be good this year and they would take the next step. Everybody felt that way, right? Yes. But let me tell you the surprise. It has to be the Texans, right? That, I mean, the Texans were horrible. I mean, they were terrible last year. They bring in a new coach, right? The defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. They bring a, 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 a quarterback who wasn't the first one drafted. Talk about, talk about a mistake. C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young. They took Bryce Young, number one in Carolina. C.J. Stroud is having an MVP caliber year almost. MVP. Best interception, touchdown interception ratio in the NFL right now. Elite winning games, playing great, very good coaching. Everybody thought the Texans would be at the bottom of the NFL this year. Okay? As, as it currently stands, I believe they're five and four. The Texans at five and four, Eric, that's a bigger surprise than, than Detroit. We knew Detroit was going to be good. Nobody thought the Texans would be five and four if CJ Stroud would be in the MVP conversation right now. Okay. Fair enough? That's a good one. That's a good one. The, the, I mean, kid, come on. The kid is playing well. The kid is playing well. Is so playing now, well. if you redraft, Eric, you think about that draft, right? You got Bryce Young went first, right? You got Stroud, and then you got Anthony Richardson, right? Richardson is hurt out. Cam Newton-esque kind of player, big, strong guy. Um, but that running is tough in the NFL, as you know. Body got beat up. He's hurt already. Stroud is looking like an elite quarterback right now. Now it's early. And Bryce and Bryce Young, you and I both said this, okay? Early on, we thought that that wasn't the right pick because he's too small. Yes. Right? Bryce Young is too small, right? I, I, I understand all the cerebral stuff and, and you know, he came from Alabama. My team, I love Alabama's becoming quarterback you, becoming quarterback you, right? Tua, Tua, Bryce Young, right? Jalen Hurts. I mean, Alabama's becoming quarterback you. But anyway... I, everybody thought he'd be good. The guy's just too small for the NFL, Eric. He's too small. C.J. Stroud right now is looking like an elite player. E, what about your Jacksonville Jaguars, man? Let's talk about those bums. Well, what you mean? They got a decent record. They got a decent record. First place. First place in the conference. But do you think, Eric, that that team is really a, a, a contending, you know, deep playoff run team with your boy Trevor Lawrence, who you love? Oh, yes. You know I love Trevor Lawrence. You know I love Trevor Lawrence. You know I love Sunshine. Anyway, pause. But listen, they're making, they're going, they're going in the right direction. They're going in the right direction. Last year they made the playoff. Okay. This year, yeah. they're going to win. Gonna and, win and, and by the way, and won a playoff game too. Last they year they won a playoff game too. Came back. Yeah. So they're going in the right direction. Are they, are they, Fair a, team, enough. Are they, are they a team that you fear? No, you don't fear them because they're still okay, young. Fair enough. Still young. Fair enough. They're going in the right direction. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. That's fair. I, I, I can rock with that. Yeah. I can. Hey, hey, do you think my Cowboys got a chance to win this year? It breaks my soul to say this. I think so. It breaks my soul. To say <laughs> Yo, E, let me tell you something. Listen, Man. by the way, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love Jerry Jones. I love Jerry Jones. I love Jerry Jones. You know. No, Eric, 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 I'm going to hang up on you, bro. Yo, how you going to love Jerry Jones? What you mean? Yo, E, 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 hold on, hold on. Stop for one second. Let's pause the, the sports talk, okay, for one second. I'm a Cowboy fan, okay? Jerry Jones, good GM. He's a good football guy. I don't like the man at all. Two things, two things. When Colin Kaepernick, when Colin Ka Kaepernick took a knee, right, him 
and McNair from the Texans were the two owners that came out and said, if any one of their players took a knee, they would never be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? So I look, so it's no way I can respect the man. And by the way, as you know, Colin Kaepernick was standing for the rights of black men being beat and shot and killed by police officers. Yes. And Jerry Jones didn't stand by. Or, uh, by the way, historically with a whole bunch of, hold on, with a whole bunch of black players helped them win championships. Let's go Michael Irvin. Let's go Emmitt Smith. Let's just keep going. Right? For his franchise. That's one. Hold on. Second, remember in Arkansas when they tried to integrate schools, I believe it was Ruby, Ruby Bridges is her name. We saw the picture. He was the Hold on. Come on. He was there as, as a segregationist in Arkansas, right? Yeah. Yelling and screaming about not letting this black girl and not letting schools in well, we don't know, Central. We don't know, I, that. We don't know that. Hold on. Picture. We don't Hold know on. That. He was standing there, right, when they were deriding and abusing this little girl who was trying to go to, and when they were trying to integrate schools. Yeah. So for those two reasons alone, Okay, and he admitted he was there for those two reasons. Yeah, Hold on, for those two reasons. So for, we saw the pictures. So for those two reasons alone, I can't respect him as a man. He, 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 listen, he didn't stand with Kaepernick, and what Kaepernick stood for was right. Okay, and he didn't stand with that little black girl who was trying to who was trying to go to school when, when it was when it was about integration. He was a part of the segregationalist, the segregation group. So let's so, so hold on. So so let's not talk about Jerry Jones. Wait, wait. You love that man? You, you wait, said you wait, love him. Wait a second. You, you love the man that said Colin Kaepernick can't get on a knee? You love wait him? Wait a second, Frank. Wait a second. Oh, my goodness. You like white guys that much? Oh, wait my goodness. Randy. Wait second, Randy. Wait, wait, wait. We might not be able to get Dominic E back on the show. I'm shocked. Randy. I'm it's shocked. unbelievable. Wait a second. Oh, wait my second. goodness. I'm sperming in my, my, my chair. What the hell is going on here? Frank, and, and Randy. And Randy, he said, I love Jerry. I love me some Jerry Jones. I love Jerry Jones. Oh, my goodness, bro. Frank, could I, let me speak now. Oh, my goodness. Frank, I'm going to get on my grandpa smooth. Can you let me speak now? Listen. Listen. The man said, the man said he went there. He just went to go observe. He didn't go there protesting. That's what he said. We got to go by that. Randy, 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 don't fall. Randy, don't fall on the floor. Get up, please, Randy. Randy, don't fall on the That's floor. That's what he said. That's what he said. Frank. Me. That's what the man said. So, okay, so, 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 so justify the Colin Kaepernick situation. Justify that. Listen, all them owners felt justify the same way. that. Well, hold on, all them owners felt the same way Jerry Jones felt. They just didn't say it publicly. All of them said, all of them felt the same way. And, and, and listen, and for that, you should love none of them. Right, so if, that, if that's the argument, right? So you should love none of them if they stood up, if they if they stood against a man that was advocating for black people's rights listen, when black man, people were getting beat up and shot. How are you gonna love them? Frank, you love them? Listen, listen, I'm saying from oh my goodness, Dominican E. From an owner's perspective, Frank, the man has done wonders with the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're the highest, the highest uh team as far as as far as uh, revenue and all that stuff that they they create. I mean, the man, the man has taken a franchise, America's team. I don't even know how much it's worth now. You know what I'm saying? So it's in the billions. Like, so you love him? From, from an owner's perspective. So you love him? What he's done with the franchise. Eric, you can't, you can't separate that. He didn't stand up for Colin Kaepernick. You can't love him. I'm sorry, yeah. Dominic, but I'm not, you can't love Jerry Jones. But Frank, Frank. You, you, you can't, can't say that. Jerry. That's scary. 
Frank, listen. That's like saying, I love, I love somebody, Randy. He, even though he was in the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> right, he sure did stuff to raise the, the franchise, so I love him. Even though he was in the Ku Klux Klan, he sure did a lot to help the franchise. Nah, bro, don't do that. Don't Jerry do that, Jones. bro. The, honestly, you can't do that, bro. You can't say you love Jerry Jones here, bro. And I'm a Cowboy Jerry, fan. That's crazy, Jerry, by the way. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, you get the thumbs up for me. <laughs> you trying to get season tickets? <laughs> crazy. crazy. Thumbs up with me, anyway, Jerry Jones. Anyway, another NFC East fold, Philadelphia. That's another team where I feel like a bit overrated. I'm going to get back to football talk because that Jerry Jones thing, I can't even fathom that cra- craziness you just said. But anyway. Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, elite defense. I think that, you know, they don't look as good as sharp this year, right? They were they looked a lot sharper last year. You know, still a dangerous team, obviously, in the NFC. I think the NFC, NFC is going to come down to the Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Philadelphia Eagles. I hope my Cowboys can pull it off. Um, but I think the Eagles are still another team that we got to think about when we talk about um, elite teams in the NFC. Yeah, big so, game, big game, big game Monday, big game Monday night. Kansas City and the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, big game. Big right. Game. I mean, that was that was that was that was the Super Bowl last year, right? I mean, it's a, it's a Super Bowl rematch. Um, all right, Eva, listen, man. I thought our football talk was great. You talked about how much you love Jerry Jones, so I'm gonna have to switch gears right now. Scratching my head, bro. <laughs> a Dominican from the, from from Washington Heights. Talking about he love a, a white segregationist that said Colin Kaepernick need to sit his ass down. Unbelievable. But anyway, let's talk about – let's switch gears now. We talked a lot of football, college football. We talked about your boy Bum Dion, who got your neck hurting so bad because you're trying to channel Shadour Stewart and all the injuries that he's getting from, 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 the, from, from quarterback. And, and by the way, I don't want to go back here, Shador but because Sanders, of – Stewart Sanders. Get his name right. I mean, Shadour Sanders. And by the way, just for the record, Shadour Sanders – is no longer even the first round pick in the NFL right now because I have bummed him and his Colorado um, Buffaloes off. But anyway, Shador um, Sanders, good player, but I digress. Let's get back to the basketball now. Let's talk a little bit about basketball. E basketball season is kicking. Um, you know, a lot of good things happening. We got the play-in tournament now. You know, super teams. It's competitive, and then we got this idiot Draymond Green. Okay, and I'm gonna call him an idiot. And let me say this. All right, come on. Let's talk about this. There you go again. Jaymon Green probably choked you out like he did. He probably punched you in the face like he did Jordan Poole, right? Is that, is that, is that, is that, or or, or he yoked you up like Rudy Gobert? Is that why your neck hurt because Jaymon Green did the Rudy Gobert on you? Yeah, my man Draymond. Hey, the guy's a menace, right? I know this can't happen, but they almost need, I feel like they should kick him out the NBA for a year. Right? Like, I really feel like. There you go with the extreme stuff. Come on, Frank. I mean, I mean, Eric, the guy's a menace. No one likes him in the NFL. But the problem is this. No one likes uh, a lot of players in the NFL. Right? NBA, Dylan NBA, Brooks. NBA, no, NBA. I mean, in the NBA, excuse me. No one likes Dylan Brooks. Right? No one likes Dylan Brooks. But he's not over here yoking guys up, punching guys in the face, menacing, kicking guys in the nuts, stepping on guys in games. Right? Menacing the referees. Adam Silver's, Adam Silver's at the game. Last year, Golden State Warriors, they're playing against the Sacramento Kings. He gets into a bit of a tussle with Sabonis. Dumas is probably there too, right? They, they, the guy steps on the guy, jumps up in the air with, with, with the commissioner. In the, and then afterwards, they, 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 they kick him out the game, and he's yelling in the audience. He's arguing with the fans. Eric, the guy just yoked up um, Gobert, choking the guy like he's in the WWE. 
What the hell? Eric. Don't go bad. Yeah, Dream, Dream, Dream on. Eric. Yeah, Eric, the guy's a menace. And not even, 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 how many times, listen, the guy's like Ron Artest. There was a point when Ron Artest was crazy. We love Ron Artest. Queensbridge, New York City, St. John's, New York all the way. Love Ron Artest. They, they had to rein him in. He was way out of control. And then you know what makes Draymond even worse? People thought Ron Artest was a little crazy, right? Like Draymond is smart and he's arrogant, dogs. Like he's so arrogant. And his mentality is like, I'm not changing. I'm going to do what I do. And listen, Steve Kerr's tired of him, right? Even Steve Kerr came out and was like, the guy, you got to stop, Draymond. You're hurting your team. But Eric, this is not the old NBA, Eric. This ain't the NBA when you had Maurice Lucas, those kind of guys. It's not the NBA when you had, you know, John Sally, Dennis Rodman. Come on, bro. Wait, the way Golden State The Davis brothers in Indiana. Hold on, hold on. The way the way the Golden State Charles Oakley. The way the way the Golden State roster is constructed, you need a guy like Draymond. As you know, the Splash Brothers, you gotta protect him. And that's what he does. That he's the enforcer. I'm with you. Draymond, don't let nobody take that away from you. You, you the enforcer of that team. But you, Eric, you, Eric you, I'm okay with him being the enforcer. What's that? I'm okay with that, but the, but but, but he, he's crossing the line. If you look at the old enforcers, in the, it, Oakley was an enforcer for years. Draymond does things that cross the line. You can be an enforcer. And listen, Oakley protected Jordan and Patrick Ewing, right? Like you can be the enforcer, but he crosses the line all the time, Eric. I'm not. You're Frank, absolutely Frank, correct. Frank. The soft splash brothers need an enforcer. But he, but, but Eric, he goes beyond that. He right. abuses the referees. Right. He abuses the refs. The Detroit Pistons with Mahone and those guys. Those guys. Rick Mahone, yeah. Yeah, those guys. Those guys. You know, they straddled the fence. They crossed over here and every now and then. They did stuff that we looked at and be like, yo, that, you know, that's, you know, you can't do that. In today's NBA. No. NBA, no. They, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They right. did nothing. Listen, Eric. Let me say this. No, because you know why they did. Right now, we're in the Lambia, Lambia choking somebody, punching some. Come on, Frank. So, 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 so let me comment on that. Let me comment on that. Era, right? We're in a different NBA. What they, what those guys did was per usual for that NBA. Okay, what Kurt Rambis was doing, what Lane Beer was doing, like you say, Rick Mahorn, right? Charles Oakley, what those guys, the Davis brothers, a little later on um, for Indiana protected Reggie Miller. What those guys all did, Eric, was apropos and normal for those eras, right? They weren't out of line, okay? Now, we're in a different era, an era where... They were out of line, Frank. They were out of line. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Kevin McHale, Rose, Lies, and Kirk Rambis, that's not out of line? No, it's not, because that because that was going on. That's what happened during that era. We always talk about how... out of line, Frank. We just talked about... You just said, you just said that there's certain things... Okay, that's the era, but there's certain things that you just don't do. Close down somebody in midair, that's out of line, Frank. That's out of line. On, no, it was not. Not for that era. Not for that era. Right? And, and listen, listen, we can go on and on. They was clotheslining Michael Jordan in the sky. Right? Your Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas is one of the dirtiest players ever. Carl Malone gave Isaiah Thomas 50 stitches in his face. One of the dirtiest plays ever. That was those were plays that were acceptable during that era. Larry Bird used to fight people. Listen, Moses Malone, Chow Dawkins, and Maurice Lucas squared up. Right in today's NBA, Eric, hold on. In today's NBA, where you're in the midst of trying to get a new TV deal, right, which would be 
unprecedented in the, you know, maybe even over 10 billion plus, right? More than that, right? Tremendous TV rights deal in the NBA where you're trying to make it more family friendly, right? Disney owns ABC and ESPN, right? Family friendly NBA. This is not the bad boys. This is not Ron Artest. This is not that NBA, okay? In today's NBA, right, there's no one like Draymond Green. He's terrorizing the referees. He's terrorizing the players. He's terrorizing his teammates. He's beating his teammates up. He's beating up the other players. on. He's beating the teammates up, the other players. Eric, he's a menace. And he's so out of place in this era. And you got to bring him in line. Listen, he, he, he cheap shot at Donovan Mitchell. He's a cheap shot artist. The guy needs to be reined in. I'm sorry. And then what makes it worse, Eric, this makes it worse. He's so arrogant, though. Like, he's never contrite. He's a jerk about it, Eric. He's so out of line. I can't believe that you would condone Draymond Green in this era. He's a menace. So there's a fine line between protecting your stars Protecting your stars and not doing what he does. I said he's an enforcer. And on that team, the way the team is constructed, you need a Draymond okay. Green. That's all I said. That's all I said. No, you don't need a Draymond Green. Dylan Brooks, is, they're guys that enforce, but not like he crosses the line. You can be an enforcer, but he's crazy. He's nuts. Oh, Eric, 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 Eric. Draymond Green is the most hated player maybe ever. He's nuts. And he's so, so arrogant about it. There you go with the extreme stuff again. The most hated NBA player ever. Come on, Frank. Damn. He's Eric. Oh, my goodness. So, so, so you thought, I remember you told me he should be suspended by one game the other day. You said one or two games. I said, I said two games. Two, two games. Eric, come on, bro. Two games. They gave him five. They should have gave him 50. No, hey, then you go to car. You sound like Jay, you sound like Jay, 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 Jay Williams talking that nonsense. 50 games. Let me say this. Come on, Frank, man. What the hell? 50 games? Let me say this. The Let man lost about $700,000 so far in those five games. He should have lost $7.5 million with his behavior. No. He's, he's at some point, Eric, let me say this. At some point, though, Eric, at some point, at some point, it has to stop. It has and to. they gave him those five games because of his history. You got to stop. They gave him those five games because of his history. Because if you look at if, if, you, if you look at the history, he didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't throw a punch. He didn't do nothing. All he did was choke Woody Gobert out. That's why I got oh, he, man, he didn't throw a punch. All he did was choke somebody, almost choke somebody out. <laughs> choke that nigga. Choke Woody Gobert. Nobody likes Woody Gobert anyway. Choke that nigga out. That's uh, right. Nobody likes Woody Gobert anyway. Choke him out. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If Golden State meets up with Minnesota in the playoff, they done. Because Cat soft. Cat is soft. He's Dominican. You shot him out of my show. You shot him out. You shot him out. How you, that's your Dominican brother. Oh, my God. What he saw? Oh, you saw? Oh, you showed that shoe, Randy. Say it again, Randy. He showed. He showed his true cousin. He loved Jerry Jones, and he said his Dominican brother that he shouted out on my show a couple episodes ago is soft. He's soft. Oh my goodness. Soft. E. Cat is soft. Soft. You you see Rudy Gobert getting choked out, and you don't do nothing. Anthony Edwards soft. They done. They that's done. right. That's right. I agree with you on that. They done. I agree with you on that. Draymond, Draymond took their heart and soul. We face them, we're going to sweep them. So let's hope we don't face Minnesota. We? What do you mean we? We. That's right, we. Who you birthday Warriors fan now? We're not, Frank, now not, not, not you playing around. 
Now you playing around. Who? That's your that's your favorite team. The Warriors. You know that. The Warriors are your favorite team. You didn't know that, Frank. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> I, I know you like the Warriors, but I had no idea it was we when you spoke about the Warriors like that. Yeah, we. Okay. So let me ask you this question, though. So you think we got a chance to win the championship this year? Since we're talking about we, your we, we Warriors. Well, the Warriors got a chance to win. Of course we do. Okay. With no big men? We'll, we'll get somebody in the trade. We'll get somebody before the trading deadline. We'll pick somebody up. Okay. Well, we'll see. But it ain't looking too good right now, just for the record. Damn, Rudy Gobert. You should be wearing this let neck brace. Rudy Gobert, you soft. Man, this neck brace. Yeah, and Rudy Gobert, Go right. And, and before, before I ask this question, are you? Explain this to me about NBA. So first of all, I know with the with the um, players association, right? Collectively bargained for a players association that you can't suspend the guy for a year for that action. I'm I'm just saying he's a menace, and and, and they need to be extreme. But I know it would never go through the players association, and, then, and they couldn't do it. Right. But let me but let me say this. Here. Okay. Let me say this. Here. So you were right, number one, right? Then no, what a soft, soft, soft team, Eric. Can you imagine a guy getting choked out like that and nobody steps in to intervene to help your teammate? Eric, you know, that's Kyle the craziest thing. You know, Kyle Anderson wasn't going to step in. <laughs> yeah, I know him and Kyle Anderson had a little beef. But Eric, that was one of the craziest things that I've seen in basketball, O.E., that I've never, I didn't see one guy come and try to come to the guys. Even like that, that was not, to me, that was, that was as crazy as what Draymond did. But anyway, what, what were you going to say, E? Go ahead. No, what I'm saying is uh, Joe Dumas, who I think is the, uh, the the president of the... Uh, the top cop in, in, in the NBA now, right? He's the guy that doles out the punishment. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy to me. He played on the bad boys when they was slapping niggas around and doing all types of stuff. And now you... Come on, Joe Dumas. You should... Do, you, come on, Joe. Come on. Just come on. But let me say this. But in all fairness to him, though, while they were doing all that dirty stuff and they were beating up Michael Jordan, Joe Dumars is always the classy guy. But he wasn't never that guy. He was yeah, always he, a good guy. He was a classy uh, guy. Out of everything, he was – so this is a good role for him because he was always, right, in the eye of that storm, he was the calm guy. Like, yeah, he, he wasn't was. the, the, the guy – he was the calm guy. He, he was, was a calm guy. But, um, but, yeah, but, that, but that, that Draymond Green situation, to me, is nuts, right? And by the way, <laughs> those guys not coming to his defense – Crazier, um, Rudy Gobert. But Rudy Gobert is a very hated player in the NBA just in general, right? No one likes Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. Um, but but you still can't choke him, Eric. Listen, listen. Everybody talks about Draymond Green being like they hate him and stuff like that, but his teammates love him. His teammates love him. You got to have one of those guys on your team. Where they don't love him. They're scared of him. Oh, they ain't scared. They're scared of him. They love, do they love him? Because they know if they say something, he might smack the snot out of one of them. No. They, they're scared of him. Yo, right. eight, eight. So, so, right, so, switching gears from Draymond. Um, what about what, what you thinking about the Clippers? James Harden trade consummated. Now he pushed his way out of Philadelphia, um, and now Westbrook has agreed to come off the bench, right? Which, what, what you think about that trade? James Harden. James Harden right now is a Los Angeles. Are the Clippers now a championship contending team? No. Why? The pieces don't work together. I mean, now look, hold on, wait. Now that now that Westbrook even Westbrook off the bench. Hold on, hold on. Let me take that back. Now that Westbrook coming off the bench, yes, they are they a contender. The West is so the West is so deep 
I mean, playoff bound, yes. But are they, are they a team that's going to make a deep run? Nah, I don't think so. But with Westbrook going to the bench, that helps them. Because I thought right. with Westbrook right. being on the, in the starters, it wasn't going to work. Now that he's coming off the bench, it's, it, it looks better. It looks better. All right, e. Yeah. Go ahead. You said it, Eric. You said they're playoff bound. They've been in the playoffs every year for the most part, right? Like all these years, even even you know, they were in the playoffs last year. They were in the playoffs the year before that. So being playoff bound, they've been playoff bound every year, just for the record. Yeah, they might want. They might want a series. They might want a series. Okay. So, e, so let me talk about. I want to talk about two teams. Okay, playoffs. I want to go back to your um, Golden State Warriors, right? Let me go. Let, let, let me go there first before I talk about the Clippers. Right, I want to just get this point out. Let me take my neck brace. But my neck is feeling a little better now. Now, now that we finished talking about Draymond. And Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah, Draymond, Yo, e, yeah, Draymond. Now you finished talking about Rudy Gobert. You can take off your neck brace now. So, E, let me tell you the problem with the Warriors. I picked the Warriors to go far. But this is the issue. And I always wondered about this. The Chris Paul acquisition is becoming problematic. And let me tell you why. If you look at any great championship team, they have a great number two. Right? For years and years, Clay was a great number two scoring-wise, okay? He's no longer that, okay? The number two on this team needs to be Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins needs to be the number two. But the problem is they close our games now with Chris Paul. When they close our games with Chris Paul, even though he doesn't start, on the floor, Andrew Wiggins sits. It's at the expense of Wiggins. So you're jerking Wiggins in and out to put um, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, and Clay in together. And Wiggins is suffering. Wiggins has to emerge as your number two. Clay is not your number two. So this Chris Paul experiment is very detrimental thus far to Andrew Wiggins' development as the number two player on this team, scoring-wise. Andrew Wiggins is a guy that can get you 22 points a game, but you got to get put the ball in his hands more and let him become more confident. And that's not going to happen when you're sitting him for Chris Paul late in fourth quarters. It ain't going to happen. So until you find your number two, which Clay is not anymore. Clay is not the number two anymore. He can't be. If Clay is your number two, Eric, you can't get to the championship. You can't win with Clay as your number two. You look at number twos around the NBA. You look at Jalen Brown um, with Tatum, right? You look at Jamal Murray with Jokic, right? When you look at really good elite number twos around the NBA, um, they are 22-point-per-game guys plus, and they're very good. Clay's no longer that. Wiggins has to be that for you. Okay. And he's not. So that's which he, one. Which he showed in the, in, in, in the NBA Finals when they, yes. they beat the Boston. So he's capable of that. We just, yes. We but, just but you're hurting him now when you're sitting him, though, E. We, we got to figure out oh how we can utilize Chris Paul and still have uh, Wiggins Put up, put up great numbers. Be that number two guy that we need, and also be right. That That's lockdown. the problem. Also, be that lockdown defender because we need that. Yeah, but, but you, yeah, but you're killing his confidence. That's one. And then two e. Let me get into this James Harden thing quick. I didn't think that it would work with Westbrook. You know, how I felt about that. Westbrook coming to the bench makes it better. I do think if healthy that they can make a run. But guess what? They ain't gonna be healthy, right? Kawhi Leonard is never healthy. I hate to say it, right? I hope he is healthy. But it's, it's impossible for me to ever think that Kawhi Leonard is going to be healthy when it matters. Kawhi Leonard is always hurt, right? And so I'm depending on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And Paul George has been a bit healthier, right? But when you got those two guys and James Harden, the guy who, as he's getting older, is going to be injury-prone too because he doesn't take care of his body. 
Yeah. Right? The guy comes out of, every year. He's 20, 30 pounds overweight. He plays his way into shape. Now, he doesn't play a very athletic game, but the guy's always out of shape. Okay? But, but he hasn't been hurt thus far, but at some point, I feel like his body will start breaking down. But one thing we know, right, almost as, as, as we know that when you wake up in the morning, the sun is going to rise and it's going to be light outside, Kawhi Leonard is going to get hurt. I hate to say it. I hope not. I hope, please, Kawhi, because I would love to, I'd love the club is to be competitive, right? But, man, you think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to make it through a regular season and playoffs to get to a championship, Eric? Healthy? No, I don't think Health-wise? so. I don't think Come so. Come on, bro. That's like- to, me, to me, to me, to me, to me, that, that extinguishes any hope of them being a championship. I can't even – my mouth can't even talk about them being a championship caliber team, right, with those guys always being hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see that. That's like Chris Paul. When My mouth can't even. When do the playoffs normally start? What month? April? Around April? Yeah, about around April. Around April. So around April, yeah. around April, Chris Paul will get hurt. You know, you know how that goes. It's like clock. Well, that's your, that's your guy now. Well, you know, I, re, you know I, I like Chris Paul, so I hope not. But Chris Paul is another guy. It's right? like but you hope. But, may, but maybe, Eric, you know, that, I agree with you. Another guy who I don't know if Chris Paul takes care of his body as much as he could, but Chris Paul's a great player. You know, I think he's one of the best point guards ever to play. But as you say, come rain and shine, playoff time, at some point in the playoffs, Chris Paul's going to pull a hamstring or going <laughs> to, you know, it's unfortunate. But that's another guy that's always hurt, right? Always hurt. Now, E, let's talk about the Lakers for a quick, quick, quick um, minute. Yes. Explain this to me. I got to sit up when I talk about this. E, explain this to me, Eric. Okay? Listen. The Lakers say they want Anthony Davis to leave. They say they want it's Anthony Davis's team now. Okay, when you watch them play, okay, they still run everything through LeBron. They run Anthony Davis in screen and roll all game long, and he's screening thirty-five feet from the basket. And by the time he rolls, Eric, if he gets the ball, he's at the three-point line. Right, he's not rolling all the way to the basket from thirty-five feet out. Okay, so then if you give it to him at the three-point line. He's not best served shooting threes or trying to get all the way to the basket from the three-point line. Darvin Ham right now is coaching as bad as I've ever seen. If you want AD to – AD had eight shots two games ago. If you want AD to be your guy, okay, then, then make him your primary offensive guy like they do with Joel Embiid, like they do with so many of these other elite bigs. you got to throw the ball to him in scoring position, not 30 feet from the basket, Okay. Run core screens up from block to block. Run them to the mid-range area, etc. Let me cut. Tell me, I'm listening. Sorry to cut you off. I'm listening. You said cross screens, run from block to block. He don't want to be on the block. He don't want to be on the block. He don't want to do that. He want to be out. The I, I disagree with that. He he be I, most. I disagree dominant. with that. Listen, he'll be most dominant on a block. I, I I will say that. But he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to bang. He pause. He want to be on the perimeter. Woo. He not, I don't think I don't agree with that. I think he wants to be a guy that plays inside and out. I think he doesn't mind playing right now. I do agree with you that he's not a traditional post-up guy. But my point is, Eric, you got to get him shots in different positions, even in the mid-range. Why not? Yes. Why not run something, Eric? Where you down screen, he comes up, catches it at the free throw line, squares up left, right. You know, free throw line jump shot. Get, Eric, he can't dribble to the. He can't dribble get to the basket from the three-point line consistently. Yeah. Right, okay. and, but 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 listen. But if you're going to talk about making him your primary guy, Eric, you got to give him the ball. 
you still run an offense through LeBron. LeBron has been great, but LeBron has lost a step or two. Okay? And then the second issue is Darvin Ham. The last time the Lakers were great, they had your boy Dwight Howard. Okay? He did a good job. <laughs> I'm like Dwight Howard, baby. <laughs> he, did, he did a good job on Jokic, right? AD's better off at, as, as a four-man. Okay? Some five, but we, and, 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 and look, as a really good weak side defender, Jokic is being guarded by, you bought a Christian Woods, you bought a Jackson Hayes. Christian Woods is guarding him, right? First, you got Anthony Davis, weak side, able to come, double, block shots, et cetera. The guy's a great defensive player, block shots. The Lakers want him to block, block all the shots, get all the rebounds, because by the way, perimeter defense is horrible right now, okay? They want him to block all the shots, cover up everybody's mistakes on the perimeter, get all the rebounds, you don't want to pass from the ball. You want to run him in these bad pick and rolls. You understand what I'm saying? And you want him to play center, which he doesn't want to play center. You saw it happen last year when he played center. Okay? Jokic destroyed him. He's not big enough. Yeah, but I mean, listen. I'm listening. Lakers, Darvin Ham doesn't have the will, the, the will, the will to be like, you know what? Let's run everything through. He he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that, the, those cojones to be like LeBron. We got it. We got to run through everything through through. Uh, so stop saying that, then, E. You're right. E, you're right. You're right, E. You're right. You're right, E. So, so then say, we, 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 listen, we riding LeBron James to the... Because what's happening is it's doing a disservice to this guy, Eric, because not everybody's dissing AD, okay? Like he's not make, taking that step forward. But you can't take that step forward unless the team invests in you from that perspective, right, on the court. Throw the man. Your AD should be get AD should get twenty five shots a game. I believe yeah, he, should. he that, should. That's what that's what the best players on teams get. Okay, twenty five shots a game. And then by the way, Eric, look how small you are across your front. Look, hold on. Look how small you are across your front line. They start Torian Prince, six seven ish, LeBron James, and AD. That's too small, Eric. How you gonna be? Who's gonna guard Jokic? And, and and you get to the championship and you and you run into. A team like Milwaukee, you got Anthony Cooper and the Lopez brother. Yeah. E. Yeah. You're too small. And, and, but, and you got the personnel. Come on, Darvin Ham. Come on, Darvin Ham. Let, let, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this, Frank. Let me say this. The reason why I believe that everything is running through LeBron in his 20, 21st season is because AD is, is not reliable, Frank. You know, we, we don't know. He might be there today. He is reliable. No, he might be there today, gone tomorrow. His neck might start again. Let me put neck brace back on. His neck might start hurting. He might be out for 10 games. We don't, we don't know that, Frank. He's not He's not a guy that you can be trust. He's not a guy that can Eric, be for 82 games. What about last year? He played all through the playoffs last year. Eric, 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 Eric. AD was 27... 26, 27, and 12 and a half. Top five guy rebounding in the NBA. What you mean he don't want to play tough? 12 and a half rebounds last year and 26 points. What do you mean? Frank, wasn't he, wasn't he just hurt? That's phenomenal. Wasn't he just hurt? Huh? Wasn't he just hurt recently? No, he's playing through the hip contusion. He's playing through it. <laughs> he's playing. Okay, okay. Eric, he played last year. Let's start running that narrative. He had, he had, he had, a, he had a stretch. We had... Two years we got injured, right? But last year he played through the playoffs. Okay. Come on, E. Listen. Come on, E. Come on, E. 
Listen. All right, Evil, listen, man. Your man Draymond is nuts. All right, pause. You know, E, it's always good to have you on the show. Always. My brother, Dominican E, even though you said some disturbing things today about Jimmy Jones. Yeah, um, Jimmy, yeah, Jerry Jimmy Jones, uh, baby. The Jerry Jones, excuse me. Oh, you got me saying the man's name wrong. I'm like you now. You rubbing off on me. <laughs> Jerry Jones, disturbing. Yeah. But anyway, E, not E. Good to have you on the show as usual, E. Um, you know, take care. We'll have you back on the show again, E. It's always a pleasure having you on the show, talking about these compelling and controversial topics, um, E. I know you love to give your shout out to your Dominican brothers. You know, I'm not sure if I'm a, if I'm one of your Dominican brothers. I want your shout out. You got one guy you shouted out. You got his name wrong in the pronunciation today. You shouted him out a few episodes ago. You got the other one you shouted out. You called him soft today. So whoever you shout out next, you understand what I'm saying? Duck. Because you never know when the shoe is coming from Eric after he shouts yeah. you out. But go ahead, E. Give your Dominican shout out, E. Shout out. Since we talked about basketball, we talked about Draymond, and we talked about Golden State Warriors and all these, you know, NBA stuff. Let me give a let me give a shout out to old man Al. Al Horford. Let me give a shout out to my old man Al. Al Delomio. He's one of mine. Gotta love Al, you know. Been steady, been like a, a, a consummate pro in the NBA. A professional yep. guy just comes to work every day, brings his lunch pail every day, comes to work every day, puts his hard hat, puts his hard hat on, pause, and comes to work every day and does his job. Shout out to my man, old man Al, Al Hoffer, baby. A pro's pro, a pro's pro. But Al, Al, when you start playing bad this year, right, three episodes from now, Eric's going to throw you under the bus. But Al Hoffer, a pro's pro. Absolutely. Great player, right? University of Florida won national championships, came to the NBA, has exceeded all expectations. Great player, great guy in the locker room. Jason Tatum said it's his favorite teammate ever. Shout out Al Horford. Al, I would never throw you under the bus like your Dominican brother E is going to do in a few episodes. All right, E. E, my brother. One love, man. All right. All right. Good.